It's a long way home from here I won't be back in a year Cause all the fallen leaves, the birds, the breeze Capture me again And all the lies you tell someone else Sure could use a friend And welcome back to another episode of Into the Wilderness Brought to you by SeaWorld Canada I'm your host, Dan Lonergan uh, back with me in the virtual studio, my co-host Charlene Marion. Charlene, thanks for for coming back for another another trip around the sun with us here. Always a pleasure and always excited to be here. Um, so you know, anytime we have co-hosts, it's, it's usually a fun episode or a little bit different than our, our traditional format. Um, but before we get into this, just want to remind all of our listeners that uh, we are inviting you. We're extending the invitation. To keep an eye out, uh, in January of 2023, registration will officially open for our in-person national conference, which is scheduled for June 18th to the 21st, 2023, in the wonderful city of Halifax. Um, first in-person conference for us in, in about five years, from from what the record books are telling me. Um, and Indeed. so, real a lot of lot of excitement. Call for proposals is currently open. It closes December 16th. So if you're listening to this, you'll still have a little bit of time. Get your proposals in. Check out our website, seawillconference.ca. You can see all the themes. You can check out the venue. Uh, if you're listening, you want to get involved from a sponsorship angle, you can let me know. We'll set sort that out. Lots of excitement building. Uh, for June 2023 in Halifax, I'm super excited about it. Charlene, I know, I know you're you're also really excited just to to get out and see people again and see humans. I love yeah. humans. Well, and we we had a little taste of it because we had our AGM a couple of weeks ago at Sheridan uh, in Mississauga, Ontario, and so that was nice. There was about like I don't know 35, 40 people, and and people that hadn't seen each other in a long time. You and I had actually never physically met each other in in two years. Um, and some other folks on the team. So that was that was fun. It was fun to just, again, get out and, and reconnect and can't wait to see more people uh, at the conference and, and really reignite some of the, the will passion that exists across this country. There's some fun things in store for everyone. So today, um, kind of as we get into the end of 2022, we thought let's do let's do a little year in review episode for us at SeaWill Canada. Um Kind of do I our just top got my 10. Spotify one, so I figure it's time for a SeaWorld oh, one. Oh, that's going to, yeah, that's always kind of a, that I don't know, I'm always a little scared of that moment because it's like, what was I listening to, like, at unhealthy levels? Sing and 2, I, and, Sing 2 soundtrack. Sing 2, okay, yeah, no, I'm not on that one for sure, but <laughs> but I know it's probably like set lists that I was running over and over again from the bands that I'm that I'm in that so if I look at that year interview it's like okay well <laughs> what was I playing a lot of and it's going to be a lot of country this year I'm going to be frank and um I think there's going to be a lot of country artists at the top of that list I'm here for it <laughs> I'm here for it um so yeah so we'll wait for that year interview but it is, as far as this episode goes we'll do Seawell year interview top 10 real quick and uh and kind of give you a sense of of what's been going on if you haven't been in the know so Kicking it right off, number 10, it's this exact show. Uh, still doing what we do here with Into the Wilderness, continuing to have those important conversations, bringing guests from all over the country. And I've said it since day one, for me, it's it's just an incredible learning opportunity um, to hear from people, to, to have them share their stories, to learn innovative work-integrated learning examples that are happening. Um, I'm always amazed, 
you know, I, I, we, I have like pre episode conversations, but then new things still come out once we hit that record button. Um, and it's just so energizing for me behind the scenes, producing it and hosting it. Um, Charlene on, on your end as a listener, I hope, I hope it's coming across. I a hundred percent coming across. Uh, I always laugh with Dan cause I tell him I, I listen to the podcast while I'm folding laundry. So, you know, I encourage you to do that as well, but I, I just love it. I love hearing about all the, all the stories and it's really inspirational. I think it's, it's, you know, it's, it's it's a great resource for our members to just hear what other folks are doing across the across the country. So, you know, if you haven't tuned in to all of the episodes, I suggest, you know, grab hey. grab a coffee, grab your laundry, put on your, you know, headphones and and go at it. Yeah, you got some time over the holidays. You're doing some shopping. You don't want to listen to the the noise in the stores. Just pop some headphones in and there's like I don't know the exact number. Probably we're probably getting close to to 50 soon, but we'll we'll do something special for that. So there's a lot of content there that you can enjoy. Um, number nine, and this this hits home for you. And it is, is that self-serving hey, one? <laughs> no, not at all. This is this is big. So so for those of you that don't know, up until uh, recently, Charlene was our exec or our our director of work integrated learning for Seawell. Um, but that title recently changed to the executive director um, for Seawell Canada. So Seawell Canada is where we are a nonprofit and a registered uh, charity as well. So officially moving into the role of executive director, which is absolutely amazing. Uh, and congratulations officially on that. What what has that meant to you and to kind of your vision for the the organization? I mean, I. I always say it. I think it's the the best gig in post-secondary. Um, and I'm really honored having been a member since like 2009. Um, for me, it's it really is a dream come true. And it's an absolute dream job. And having such an amazing team, amazing volunteers, uh, a superstar cast uh, on the board, super supportive. So for me to be able, you know, for the board to have that type of confidence uh, in me, I, I feel really, really honored and I feel super honored to just serve the membership that's given me so much personally and professionally over the past, um, you know, 12, 13 years. So I'm I'm super excited. I'm super excited to keep this organization growing and thriving. Um, so, yeah, I'm just I'm just really honored and super excited about what's uh, what's ahead. Well, very well deserved. Uh, and the board made a a fantastic decision in in making that that shift. So on the staff side too, I mean uh, under under your leadership too, we've seen some growth. I know it's not it's not officially an entry in our our top 10, but it, it kind of falls with this in terms of some of the the coordinator roles. We have a marketing team now which I'm super excited about data analysis. Just so like you said, gr- growing and thriving um which is absolutely amazing as as we kind of keep moving into 2023 with that. So we have a, we have funding that we do, and we'll, we'll come back to the specifics of that a little later on. But um, an invitation from the the government of Canada, federal level, um, to start attending some roundtable discussions around work integrated learning. And I know you you attend those meetings. You sit at that proverbial round table. I don't know if yeah. it's if it if round we were meeting screen, in square rectangular yeah, screen. Yeah, if it was in person, would it be a round table? I don't know. I always wonder those things. But uh, what so what what's that experience been like? What kind of opportunities does that give us? It's been really phenomenal over the past couple of months to to be invited to the table and hear 
you know, hear what Seawill has to say about work integrated learning. We are the leaders of work integrated learning in Canada and represent a multitude of stakeholders, right? First and foremost, our students, but our practitioners and educators, our institutions. So to be able to have a voice at the table and talk about what's happening on the ground in work integrated learning is something that we feel really honored to be at that table. Um, and we've also been able to give important feedback about IWIL funding, about the SWIP student work placement uh, program funding. So I think just being a part of the conversation has been something that uh, we're really grateful to be able to, to be a part of and um, feel really excited to be able to represent all of the members across Canada as well and, and ensure that quality work integrated learning stays something at the at the forefront. Absolutely. And continuing to be that voice, like you said, that leading voice for for where it needs to be heard to to make some impacts and make some changes um to this landscape or this this environment across uh, across the country so super excited to be be in that conversation and and thank you for representing the organization at those at that proverbial round table um we did a thing in in the summer so number seven on our list it was a fir again another first for us um and in lieu of a 2022 in-person conference, we decided, hey, let's take a shot at a virtual conference. Um, we never did it. We've never done it before. And so there was some learning. There was some growing pains along the way, as with any first-time experience. But we, it was a really good turnout. We had over 300 people log in, participate, engage, submit proposals. As somebody who kind of, you know, attended it as, as an attendee, which <laughs> that makes sense. It, it felt like a, a normal conference. I mean, uh, aside from the part that it was virtual, but I don't know, I, you know, your takeaways from it, for me, it, it just, it came across as super successful, well-attended, engaged. Um, I know we're going back to in-person and that's that's amazing, but it, it's good to know that that in a pinch, we could do this if we had to again. I just wanted to highlight the quality of the sessions. I mean, obviously yeah. I didn't get to attend all of the sessions, but wow, the sessions that I attended were absolutely phenomenal, engaging, um, super on point with such key critical areas uh, around work integrated learning, a lot, so much on equity, diversity and inclusion um, it, from all standpoints and viewpoints. So I thought it was, the content was just absolutely phenomenal. And, you know, moving forward, thinking about what what are some of the pieces of that virtual conference that that we can keep moving forward? Um, I think we're all due for an in-person, but also recognize that that just is not feasible for everyone. So figuring out the right balance of, you know, what do we have in person and then also having some really great high quality pieces of uh, virtual learning that we're also working on. So trying to figure out the, the right balance of in-person and virtual so that all of our members can can get access to amazing learning and development opportunities. Yeah, it's an important point, the the accessibility of of conferences in today's day and age, especially in the higher ed space where, you know, ex expenses have been cut back a little bit in, yep. in Canada. Um, yeah, not everyone can can show up in person and, and there's cost barriers to that. And we we recognize that. And I think yep. that's across the board. But the virtual component and, and people's ability to utilize technology to do conference presentations it's grown so much and, and i think we really saw that with with these engaging sessions and it wasn't just you know it wasn't just powerpoint slides no. the, the arrow button like there was really intense dialogue and conversations happening and yeah really really cool stuff that uh 
that I think the collective group of will practitioners yep. has has come to embrace. And that was really exciting to see. Number six on our list. This one hits home for me. Uh, it was. This is your launch. baby. This is not yeah. my baby. You need to yeah. talk to it. Here's my here's my self-serving uh, number <laughs> on the list. But uh, the launch of our our national will directory. Um, this can be found right on the front page of our website, SeawillCanada.ca. And ultimately, it was the idea that hey, let's let's pull a a, a list and and an engage an interactive directory of as many work integrated learning opportunities that happen in this country together so that people can see them uh, and people can't well, if you're a practitioner you can look at at what another institution is doing and hey there's an email there you can reach out if you have questions about hey how'd, how'd you get this started or how do you deal with this challenge and whatever it might be or if you're or from let's industry, collaborate yeah let's work together hey you do this i do the same thing or maybe in a slightly different way or i've got a different group of students but i want to do I want to do exactly what you're doing. Can we bring them together? Um, or if you're from industry and you want to get engaged in different types of work integrated learning, you can sort by that. So if you've never if you've never done service learning or community engaged learning, if you've never hosted or supervised an intern, right? There's there's different ways. And I mean, I've been on that that soapbox since I think day one here at SeaWorld, but it's it's really about what are your needs in this moment and which type of will best suits those needs. Yeah. So here's here's just options and here's emails. So maybe you're you're not, you know, you can't find a person's email on a website. It's on the it's on the directory. There's enough info there to kind of get your appetite up a little bit to be able to send that email. And that was the goal with it. So I really hope people are engaging with that. And for our members, we're constantly putting calls out to add and contribute to that directory. So keep an eye on the newsletter and in your inbox if uh, if you haven't taken the opportunity to do so yet. But for those that did, thank you very much. Number five, this was a change that you spearheaded with our membership. And it's now, all, the majority of cases, our members get free learning and development. So why, why the shift to that? So it, it does come from feedback from the members. Um, we just want, again, accessibility. We understand there are financial barriers. Every institution is a little bit different. So um, just removing that, adding value. So first and foremost, this adds significant value to being a member, um, but also takes away the, the layers of complexities within institutions. So we know we know we have to ask for approval before, then we have to pay for it, go back and, and get it reimbursed. And so we thought, hey, this just makes way more sense. Let's remove the barriers. Let's remove all of the, the steps and the, the, the complexities behind it and just open it up. So um, everything that we call will learning, which is kind of like our webinar lunch and learn panel discussions, will research. So that's uh, all of the programming that's highlighting uh, the wonderful work that our, uh, our members are doing across Canada in the research space. All of those are free. So it's uh, super exciting. And I mean, maybe we just jump right into number four because they kind of go hand in hand where last year we were able to uh, have over 30 hours of learning and development for our members. So super exciting. That's a number that we're going to keep trying to uh, to achieve every year. That's I think that's pretty significant. I think so. And, and considering, you know, the, the, our membership cycle just renewed in September. So really this change has only been in effect for, you know, three, three and a half months. 
Um, so to see that already and knowing kind of what's planned for the year ahead, a little bit of behind the scenes, I'm not going to not going to release the I'm not going to do spoiler alert on the <laughs> show, but just know that there's there's some wheels are in motion. Things are happening as it pertains to learning and development. Um, and again, yeah, value add to the membership is huge. And, and I know we've been able to bring in some external partners in the in the will space that are you know, kind of echoing that or giving significant discounts for our Seawell members or free as well, because that we can kind of reciprocate yeah. that. It just, it fuels that fire of collaboration and, and learning and growth yeah. in the space. And I think it was a great idea to, to shift to that. So um, moving on top three now, and we're going quick. We're, we're doing this intentionally because I think it keeps the, the excitement up. Number three, <laughs> This has been a this has been a long time coming. A colleague of ours, Jenny Nielsen, has been uh, kind of the mastermind behind this, and and this has been her baby. Yeah. And it is the recruitment for the first cohort of our Will Practitioner certification. Uh, more details on the entire scope of that will be released soon. But uh, starting in January 2023, we will welcome the first cohort of practitioners. You can express interest now. Um, if you want to be involved in that, but this has been, I mean, I know we've been talking about this for probably, it feels like a year and a half now for in sure. terms of designing it. I um, mean, there's other people involved in this beyond just Jenny, but, uh, this is exciting. This is, this is a big one. This is really exciting. And I think this is going to be a long lasting legacy piece for Seawheel Canada that will really make an impact. Um, so for those that are not familiar with what is this will practitioner certification you can actually find it off our website under if you click resources and educators it's right there will uh, practitioner certification you can deep dive and find out a little bit more but essentially it's over three three modules we're launching with the first one which is sort of the foundations of work integrated learning and I would say whether you're a seasoned will professional or you're really new in the space it will bring I think some some rigor and some substance and frameworks uh, to the work that you're doing. So if you're a seasoned professional, there's still things that I learned by going through the content. I was like, oh, wow, that's amazing. Oh, I didn't see it from that standpoint. Um, it's really, really well done. It's super high quality and um, we're excited to welcome the first 30. And I know only 30. How come? What the heck? See, Will, why are you doing this to me? Um, we want it to start small. Um, we've had beta testers, so shout out to the beta testers who have been working alongside uh, Jenny to really get this to top notch. Um, and Letitia Henville, of course, Letitia's the yeah. the mastermind behind pulling all of this together, uh, the content and uh, editing, absolutely amazing. Um, we're starting small and uh, we're going to be ramping up. So, you know, once we get the first cohort out, please stay tuned, put in your expression of interest. If you don't get selected for this first round, know that you're, we're keeping your name and we're going to get you in for the next, um, for the next uh, session. So super exciting. Yeah. And the yeah. next two coming up, we have student engagement and employer and community partner engagement. So super exciting all around. I just like the opportunity, you know, as a, someone previously in the experiential space, like, yeah, there's, there's a lot of leadership training that that exists out there a lot of institutions run it themselves but like specifically dedicated in the space of experiential or work integrated learning really i i, I was only finding it as like pre-conference 
components, but yeah. those had a significant cost because obviously you got to go to the conference, then you got to add these pre-conference pieces on top of it. This you can do from home. It's it's relatively yeah. yeah. So excited about that. I kind of like the small numbers, a little bit more of an intimate cohort. Um, and again, it helps you make connections in the space. Like you said, whether you've been doing this for 20 years or two months, it's there's something in it for everybody. Uh, number two on our list, uh, very important and, and something that's really been mindful and taking quite a bit of time to get even to where we are, which there's still a long way to go. But it, it involves uh, EDI, equity, diversity and inclusion, but updates to um, articles of incorporation, to the composition of our board, uh, the bylaws, uh, language, just an overall mindfulness of how we exist as an organization. Um, this is this has been a big one. I know you being directly involved with the board have spent a considerable amount of time in this change. What has that looked like? I mean, I need to to give a, a major uh, shout out to Stan, who's been working, who's our EDI consultant, uh, just such a phenomenal human being um, and worked very hard alongside myself and the board to to get us to the to the right destination. Yeah. And I think governance is one of the first pieces that we need. We need the structural piece. Right. So if we're going to make changes around equity, diversity and inclusion, it needs to start within the governance and structure of our organization. And that's what we've been able to do with these with these changes. So not going to go over the eight articles of incorporation, um, but I, I as members, I say, hey, go take a look in the member zone on the website, log in, uh, go to the AGM package and, and really take a look at those eight pieces. Um, the changes are subtle yet significant, which kind of sound contradictory. Um, but the language is much more open and inclusive, and I'm super thankful to Stan for for all of his work uh, on those changes and updates, and thankful to the board who have been so supportive. So um, important changes, setting the groundwork for uh, for the EDI work that Seawill needs to needs to keep doing. Yeah, and and I completely agree. And, and having you know been at the AGM and and listening to some of those changes, kind of as they were passed through through motions and whatnot, it's it's okay that that they're subtle. And I think this is a, a lot of times when people come up against EDI initiatives, there's the perception that it has to be massive, monumental, and then it gets overwhelming. But it, it really is in these small, subtle changes, for me at least, that you you move towards actual change. And, and it is something like language that just being mindful of something leads to then long-term changes. And and the work that, that Stan even has done with our team, I was talking, about this recently with with another group it was it's created a sense of of trust and um collaboration with within our own group to then be even comfortable enough to go and have deeper conversations or to start making changes but if you don't have that within your team you're going to keep hitting that wall of of resistance yeah. to to make the changes that has to happen so yeah super exciting around this and and just really being mindful of, of us as an organization and the direction that we're headed in. Number one, this is big. This involves everything to do with the iHub. And to date, well, in 2022, we have provided an S or helped to create an estimated 22,000, 2000 innovative will experiences um, or I guess that's since inception, 
but that's since inception. Yes, that's that's still big. So twenty two thousand funded will experiences. This is the team that the that the rad team um, across the country. This is their their day to day lifeblood of of what they they do. Um, working with institutions all across the country, some really amazing projects and uh, opportunities that have been created from this. This is, it's huge, 22,000. So massive. And the impact is, I, you know, I think we all know that it's not easy to be a student. It's not easy to to juggle every everything and, you know, work and school and family obligations and, and life and all of the things. And so these types of smaller scale will experiences and being able to recognize students and, and compensate and remunerate students for that work, it, it's a huge difference. Sometimes it's a difference between paying rent and eating. And so you know, $1,000 is a, can be a really huge impact on a student. And the innovativeness that's coming out of like faculty members and will offices and institutions, absolutely so inspiring, uh, just so inspiring to see the variety, the variety of academic disciplines. There's no discipline I don't think that we haven't seen engaged that's in awesome. um, in the iHub. So it's just overall been such an inspirational piece. I don't want to overuse the word, but I have no other word to describe it. It's just the the innovation coming out of our institutions. It's it gives you a lot of hope about the future of post-secondary education in Canada uh, to see that these types of things are alive and well and students are adoring these types of experiences and wanting more. Yeah. And and like you said, yeah, it's it's extra in the in the pockets i mean yeah historically up to this point it's been up to eighteen hundred dollars per student and and there might be some changes to that but um yeah i've had some guests on on the show and it's something that i'm going to continue doing into into 2023 is sharing these stories but i think a couple episodes it's just so use the word inspirational right to hear about you know a, a college and a university coming together with with biology students and computer design students super cool right and it's like what did you do wow what you actually created with that is amazing as a tool, as an educational tool. There's tons of other videos on our YouTube site, um, Seawell Canada on YouTube, with um, featuring other stories from the iHub, uh, and that will be continuing to happen as as we go through round after round of funding. You can check out our social media channels as well to, to see some of those videos. We're gonna have another round um, of funding coming up. Uh, January 1st. Yep, so if... Um, if you're not familiar with the iHub, again, you can check it out on our website. Contact details for the regional associate director in your area is there as well. Reach out, have a have a coffee chat with them, learn more about the funding if you've never applied before. And if you have applied and you have another idea, start start talking, right? Have like let's let's do it again. And uh, so that for us was was kind of the big moment. And that's it. That's our top 10 uh, 2022 year in review. It's been super exciting to be part of this team uh, and watch all of these things happen. Uh, Charlene, as always, thanks for joining on on the episode and for leading this team in the way that you do uh, to make all of these, all of this, all of this supported. Right? I know you, you'll be the first person to say that you aren't the one to make all of these things possible, but really, it's the support that comes from you. I think that that lets this top ten list even exist in the first place. Um, as well as our board for the support that they give uh, to our entire team and all of our members to really come forward with ideas and and run with things. 
So that's it for for this. We're going to take a little bit of a, a fall break. It's going to be our fall finale, but we'll be back in 2023 with more episodes of Into the Wilderness between now and then. Go check out some old episodes. Get a feel for it. I've, if you want to be on the show, you've got something to share. Send me an email, Dan at SeawillCanada.ca. Happy to happy to have you. Um, but with that, Charlene, any any closing words for 2022? It's been a ride. It's been an amazing, amazing ride, 2022. And I'm just thrilled to see and super excited to see what's going to happen in 2023. So many good things. Um, and excited to meet more people, new members, uh, you know, people I haven't seen in a while. So always reach out my inbox and phone or Teams, Zoom, whatever is uh, is always open. So looking forward to connecting with everyone in 2023. And please rest, restore, take the time that you need to really uh, breathe and uh, come back and be ready to jump into 2023. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better. SeawillConference.ca. Check it out if you want to register for our conference. It opens up early January. SeawillCanada.ca for everything else. Work integrated learning. And as always, you can find us Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your favorite shows while you're folding laundry. So thanks for that, Charlene. Thanks for jumping on as the co-host again today. And for everybody listening, we will see you next time. Bye. I won't be back in a year. All the fallen leaves, the birds, the breeze Capture me again And all the lies you tell someone else Sure could use a friend